0: Again, that's balanceofnature.com. And make sure to receive this special radio offer by using discount code FRUITS.
1: Got a possible gas leak at Gate 7. That's Martin Road on the west side of the arsenal. They're diverting in and outbound traffic from that gate to Gate 9. That's ride out road. Everything else looks good. Do your methods to lose weight no longer work for you? Odds are your hormones are the problem. Find out with a free hormone quiz at 2030huntsville.com. I'm Captain Nick in the Popeyes North Parkway Skywatch Traffic Center on WTKI Talk
2: did you know almost anything you can find at Stan Leo's is available as a salad or as a gluten-free wrap? Just ask. The meatball, ham and Swiss, steak kebab, steak combo, turkey, tuna, Italian cold cuts, the kitchen sink. Plus, that Stan Leo's tradition extends to vegetarian. Just taste it. Huntsville's original sub is Stanley Leo's Sub Villas, Jordan Lane and Holmes Avenue, and Governor's Drive just west of First Baptist Church. Like Stanley Leo's on Facebook and receive
3: special offers. With half a brain tied, well, not quite, More along the lines of just half a brain. And for a bonus, at least he made it into work this morning. Once again, here's the Valley's longest reigning talk host. Hey, we never said he was any good. Fred Holland on 1450 AM and 105.3 FM WTKI Talk.
2: So we got this advisory for uh, dense fog, which is why we had flat scrubs earlier. The, uh, everything's gonna gets a theme song here. Be careful, Joseph. You you might get one. Uh, anyway, we'll get to our guest here in just a second. Uh, it's gonna feel like 98 today. 91 uh, is the expected high, and right now we're sitting at 73. Uh, And we may see some mostly sunnies later as well. Uh, Joseph Wayman is a candidate for Huntsville City Council District 1. And, uh, uh, you know, I was joking with you earlier, not from here, are you? And I I say that because hardly anybody is, (laughs) right?
0: Right. Well, I've been here a decade, and I have been seeing all sorts of different things in this city. It's fantastic. Uh, You know, one thing that really shocks me, though, is that we have an international airport and we have a bus system. But they don't connect. Am I ah. the only one that notices this? Do
2: we, you know? They just got a big grant, by the way. They went, uh, I don't understand how all this works. But uh, apparently they 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 go from it's kind of like you know Cousin Eddie's kid getting kicked in the head and then falls in a well and then she's her eyes are uncrossed. Uh, it goes from shuttle to orbit and it gets a twelve million dollar federal grant.
0: Well, right, <laughs> and, and the airport just got a grant in two thousand eighteen to expand systems. You'd think that we couldn't coordinate have buses this. going to the airport. Huh? Well, of course. I mean, especially you know if a tourist comes here and they have a layover. Uh, wouldn't it be nice if they were able to spend that layover at the Space and Rocket Center or at Bridge Street Town Center? Oh, to get what? them to kind of take some... To, to, yeah. uh, I don't know how much late Because we're kind of the end of a spoke a lot of times. Well, right, but that's just one quick loop that yeah. connects them to the rest of the city. Yeah. You would do um sometimes it's our airport isn 't quite there yet
2: as far as passenger traffic, of course we get a lot of one of the one of the big problems we have is the the walk ups because of federal contracting well yes, yeah. makes it the, makes the tickets pretty expensive, which is kind of stood in the way of getting a little more traffic out there.
0: Well, if we're getting longer runways, what are we going to do next? Build another parking garage when we still don't link ourselves to being able to park at home?
2: So I, you bring up public transportation, which is one of the things, obviously, you're, you're passionate about. It, it is one of those things where a lot of major cities have figured out, if you build it, they don't always come, Right you you you, got to put it where the market is.
0: Well, if you operate like that, where you're only building where the market is, you'll end up with a smaller and smaller and smaller loop. A lot of people don't realize that the bus is not just there for smoke and mirrors. There are people that actually need to use the bus to get around town. I myself didn't have a car for the entire year of 2018. I definitely know. That you need to use the bus. And if it doesn't go to the places you need to be, you need to get a ride from someone else. What's the one place that people most commonly ask for someone to give them a ride to? It's the airport. Can you drive me to the airport? Can you pick me up from the airport? If we can't link that into our public transportation system, there's something wrong. So is Tommy Brown on your speed dial? I don't think he's on my speaker. <laughs> Have you been to see him a few times? I've talked to the department, mm-hmm.
2: but it, 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 but again, what do you think? Right, so so they got twelve million dollars. Uh, I don't know how far that's going to go. I think they're going to build another uh, another changing station or something. Or,
0: well, they wh- they've actually made some progress. I mean. Last year, they made some changes so that there were better transfer stations, and there's really a little bit more accessibility than there was. But it's not to the stage that it needs to be to actually be called public transportation. So,
2: and again, that's one of those things you don't think about because we're a car town. In fact, a lot of places outside the, the, the center, population centers where there's a heavy population density Um, You know, you go to New York, you ride the subway, or now apparently in New York they don't do anything, but (laughs) there's a lot of walking and a lot of riding subways and buses. Uh, In a lot of major cities, it's like that. Atlanta, you find yourself on MARTA, um, and you try to avoid being on the road. We're not that densely populated yet, so ours is going to have to be kind of different.
0: Well, right. it is a little different, but it doesn't connect to the big places that it needs so you to connect gotta, to. you got to have the connectivity. And, you know, they have made some improvements. I mean, it used to be you got on the bus and you were waiting 45 minutes to get to your destination because it looped around here and there and everywhere. They've updated it some, but some of the big changes that need to be made are making it accessible to people that have vehicles. If you have a vehicle, you're not going to use the bus. It's just smoke and mirrors. You know That's for people that don't do this. That's not the way we should have our attitude. The attitude should be, this is a good thing to use when you're trying to get around to town. District 1 is kind of in transition right
2: now, right? We've got a lot of interesting things happening. We've got... Uh, Maybe not the, the the commercial development that is happening in other places, but at the same time, you've got, well, Terry Heights over here is now Huntsville High, Huntsville Middle. That's changed the whole complexion of that neighborhood. People are fixing up houses. Of course, uh, there's a lot of there's a there's a lot of renovation renovation going on, um, but you also have I guess that concern for gentrification is one of the things you hear about, where, where people get pushed out of an area because it gets popular. It's happened in big cities. Is that a concern in
0: District One? It's a huge concern in District One. Right now, we have a wonderful program called Huntsville Community Development, and it does great things. It provides grants for first time homeowners. It provides education courses, it helps people improve their credit, but it also has unchecked power to put liens against people's property, and that's been going on. I think that we need to, whenever somebody is going to be getting a fine, Uh, to have photographic evidence of the before and after so that people have a chance to repair a problem. We'll we'll get to that, because I actually served on that board once a long time ago. (laughs) And we had some abusers.
2: Uh, Anyway, more with Joseph Wayman. He's running for District 1, Huntsville City Council, coming up.
3: WTKI Talk. Find out more about your favorite shows at
4: WTKIRadio.com. With a Bloomberg Business of Sports report, I'm Michael Barr. According to multiple reports, the Big 12 conference is moving ahead with its plans to play the 2020 football season. A decision comes on the heels of the postponements by the Big Ten and Pac-12. With the Big 12 on board, pressure to cancel will ease on the Atlantic Coast Conference and Southeastern Conference, both of which have been planning to move forward as well. Decisions to postpone college football seasons endanger a huge chunk of sales for media companies such as Walt Disney and Fox. College football alone generated almost $1.2 billion in ad revenue for U.S. television networks last year. Disney's ESPN operation accounted for more than half of all college football viewers last year. Its collapse could also hasten the loss of cable TV subscriptions, putting billions of dollars more at risk. And that is a Bloomberg Business of Sports report. I'm Michael Barr, brought to you by Granger. With supplies and solutions for every industry, Granger is always there to help. Visit Grainger.com slash recovery.
5: Did you know that every year, public school teachers spend nearly $500 of their own money for student supplies? At DonorsChoose, we want students and teachers to have the tools they need for a great education. And now, more than ever, they need your help. Go to DonorsChoose.org and choose from teachers' requests that support reading, math, science, music, and more. Learn more at DonorsChoose.org. Donors choose. Support a classroom. Build a
3: future. Dell supports America's entrepreneurs during Small Business Month with all you need to office anywhere. Save up to 45% on computers and servers with Intel Core processors. Upgrade to new modern devices with Windows 10. Plus, save on top-brand tech while enjoying free shipping on everything and special financing with Dell Business Credit. Call 877-ASK-DELL to talk to a Dell Technologies advisor who can help you find the tech that's just right. That's 877-ASK-DELL or visit dell.com slash business deals.
5: Work is a part of all of us. We know that the world around us has changed, and that's why the Alabama Department of Labor is here to get you back to working hard. Work is a part of all of us. Let us help you get back to it by visiting your local career center or alabamaworks.alabama.gov Funding provided by the USDOL, ETA, and Federal WIOA an Equal Opportunity Employer Program Auxiliary aids and services available upon request Brought to you by this station and the Alabama Broadcasters Association
6: When might you be buzzed? When you suddenly love everything You guys! I love this song! I love these nachos (laughs) I love our kickball league! I love this guy!
7: What's your name? You know what i love? A ride when it's time to head out. If you see a buzz warning sign, call for a ride when it's time to go home. Buzz driving is drunk driving. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council. I love your car. Is this real leather?
3: Mrs. Holland says he'll get to the point eventually. Fred Holland on WTKI Talk.
2: More a whole lot of voting going on. At least up to twenty fifth. It looks like in all our municipalities. I mean, they the natives are restless. <laughs> uh, Joseph Wayman is uh, seeking Huntsville City Council District One. That's uh, currently held by Devin Keith. Uh, what is the What's the current uh, councilman not doing? And what motivated you to
0: run? Well, I was motivated to run by not being able to contact the man. Uh, you know, I even went to rock the vote and uh missed him even though i was there for all 3 hours somehow kept checking back with the, this you know his station every 10 minutes if you can't get your point across uh you just have to be the person who's listening all right so public transportation
2: we need to make it more connective
0: we do uh th- this whole thing with community
2: development and yet, you know it's 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 a double edged sword right you don't you, you don't want blighted stuff. But you also want you don't you also don't want a, well, a bureaucracy that's pushing people out to get more expensive. Well, which sometimes the ends issue. up being a concern.
0: Well, tra- transparency is the issue. You want people to be able to uh repair a complaint before getting a fine and a lien against their property. Uh, if somebody is going to get a fine for something and they're going to go out there and issue one, there's no reason they can't take a picture of uh, before and after what they're looking for. So there's a rubric in place. Um it's not saying, you know, you can't do this. It's let's get a before and after picture for people so that they can make sure they can keep up with what's being requested of them.
2: I you mean, know, the code enforcement stuff, I served on that board years and years ago. But but it was I served for like seven years. And uh, I remember it was always the same people. <laughs> <laughs> same slumlords, same people who wouldn't cut their grass. It usually, at that time, we tried to work with people. We ended up having to take people to court sometimes.
0: Well, yeah, but well, now they just issue the lien against their property because they, they have a different program and they can use federal matching funds to do that. And uh, once a target, always a target. Uh, that It's not the right way to do things all
2: right what else would um, what else would you like to see happen? What are the good things going on in, in we've got some awesome by the way, District one is blessed got Debbie Akers down there at uh, cornerstone they 're doing this Microsoft uh, training of women who were living in the project that 's now gone, um, but living in the neighborhood you got um, you got Bill McDowell down there at Second Mile, uh doing some stuff in uh, in terry heights uh, you got some awesome stuff. Oh, um, it's a going great... on and it's an opportunity for people to fix up their houses and to get the neighborhood improved
0: well it's, right? it's a great community and you want everyone to feel comfortable where they are be able to you know to live and breathe in a way that you're not always being closed in by something else but there's there's other issues that the city needs to worry about i mean look at the issue with the uh the statue outside the, the courthouse.
2: But it's been hiding behind a, a bush for all these years. I mean, there is a process we're going through. There is a very thoughtful bill, by the way, that's been pre-filed in the Alabama legislature. And this thing, I don't want to see these statues go away,
0: well, necessarily. Well, I know, but there's better place for them. I mean, sure.
2: But give it a chance to be moved uh, instead of having you know people throwing paint on it uh, and it, saying, oh, we'll just take the fine. It
0: has been there really, really been too there... long. I mean, we should have replaced that thing 51 years ago. Uh, it's the rocket city, not but- the, another southern town with some problems. It's, uh, it's the rocket city. Why don't we have a rocket where that is? Uh, we could have done it 51 years ago when we landed on the moon. We could have done it last year for the 50th anniversary. Still having it there, there's a problem. Alright, workforce development. Well, uh, we seem to be doing really
2: well there. We seem to be hitting all these, what, now we're the number two place in the nation to go after the apocalypse uh, <laughs> or the pandemic, we'll call it. Um, we've got a lot of good things going for us, but that in in, in itself creates a new challenge, right? I mean, we've got to fill all these jobs, but we've got places to put them,
0: right? Well, right now, there are so many places that are at reduced staffing Um you know, big plants that were coming into the area that haven't filled all their positions. When things start opening back up, that'll filter itself back into place. But you know, we are going to have to wait and see how that goes. So, how much city government do we need, or, or are you more of a only
2: only when it has to? I mean, again, because small business, uh, most small businesses would just
0: like to, businesses would like to be just left alone, right? For the and, most part, and for the most part, they should be left alone i mean we 're not supposed to get into everybody 's pocket about everything. We charge taxes, and that 's about you know where it lies. There are some rules that need to be followed, but um, i don 't see getting into everybody 's business as a as a positive thing i mean I, I look at my stance on what you should do with residential housing i mean there 's there's uh no reason for the government to get involved in every little thing we do our Our communities are capable of doing a lot of that for themselves
2: and that has been the, look that's been as, as long as I have lived here that's kind of been a you know but you've got to be a good neighbor i mean you don't you don't want things escalating to the point where you know two people are you know shooting at each other across a hedge over a property dispute I mean and some people get uh, unfortunately some people aren't rational. Right.
0: Well, that's true. Some people aren't rational. Some people claim to be a good neighbor and do some things they shouldn't do.
2: Yeah, it happens. But it, but, but we all have to get, we got we all we all have to live together, right? Of so course. so you got to have some. Uh, again, that, that that double-edged sword of how much government is enough government. Community development's a perfect example. You know, no you don't want to change the complexion of the neighborhood necessarily. Well no, But you want to make people behave. The if, whole city is not they're a they're gated not community. Yeah. No, it's not. And 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 I think that therein lies kind of a challenge, right? Is as, as as property that we have people coming in here buying houses unseen.
0: Oh, I've noticed that even too. in district people 1 people are coming in from other states. A lot of people are coming down from Tennessee and purchasing houses as investments right now. It's like, "Oh, the property values are going up." And it's like, "Yeah, but there's nobody living there." Yeah. Well, got to be uh, you know, uh, buyer beware, right? To some
2: degree, right? To degree, yeah. All right, so we're going to give you, uh, we're we're having to kind of limit people to 30-minute segments because we've had so darn many people running for office. Why Joseph Wayman for District 1 for Huntsville City Council on August 25th? And uh, you can tell people how to find your campaign as well.
0: Well, I will listen to you. If you have a problem or you want to raise a concern, I'm actually going to listen. You can get a hold of me through my Facebook page. Um, I'll, if I'm elected, I'll have uh, a phone number that anyone can reach me at. Um, and it, just listening is very important. When you know you have somebody in office who's acting like a celebrity, avoiding uh, signing autographs—that's that's a whole different scenario. That's not me. Uh, so give me a chance and i will do for you what you actually need to have done so your number one i mean i keep going back to this this
2: uh this thing about getting making the bus route go to the airport that it
0: it does seem like a no brainer to me well, and again no-brainer. one of those things i never thought about well the people that are in charge of that now just have excuse after excuse like well it goes through medicine well that's an opportunity that's not a problem you know I mean don't we cooperate with them on lots of other things like water usage and trash pickup why is the bus so different
2: yeah it is interesting uh, and again you know fight for another day nobody knows jurisdictionally where things are sometimes so that confuses the heck out of people
0: well I don't see a problem with this I mean if we have the airport and oh, to, to get there you have to go through this other spot well it's like well, you know, okay. just do it. <laughs> you know, the, why? Why would you get another twelve million dollar grant for this? Another thirty million dollar grant for that? And not connect the two together. It just makes sense to have public transportation and international transportation connect. All right, makes sense. kind of sounds. sounds... Good to me. All right, where do people find your campaign?
2: I'm betting you're on a few social media places. Where do they go?
0: Well, you can find me on Facebook, and that's really, I mean, I don't have much else going on for that. I'm running my campaign by myself. I have not hired a staff. I haven't collected money from either political party, you know. All right, so they find you on Facebook how? Find me on Facebook at Joseph Wayman. All right. That easy? That easy. Keep it simple. All All right. right. All right, well, we appreciate it. Appreciate you. so much.
2: Uh, We're going to shift to Madison next. And uh, we'll get to that as we uh, as we finish the show today. Steve Smith joining us. He'd like to keep that district two seat in the city of Madison. Speaking
8: of Madison, coming up.
3: You're listening to the Fred Holland Morning Show on 1450 AM and 105.3 FM, WTKI Talk.
1: possible gas leak causing problems at gate 7 that's martin road on the west side of the arsenal is the mask and hose keeping you awake dr sandman is offering 500 off the Somnadin, an easy to use oral device insurance approved for sleep apnea and snoring randall or 350 care i'm captain nick in the popeye 72 and jeff skywatch traffic center on wtki talk
2: The Humidor Pipe Shop, Memorial Parkway Southwest, now open
10: Sundays, noon to 6. Sometimes life is wonderful, and sometimes it's not. Cherish the good, but always be prepared for life's challenges. You need to be ready, and health insurance is your financial safety net. If you're looking for health coverage at the best price and your annual household income is $35,000 or more, give us a call at 800-626-4910. That's 800-626-4910. 800-626-4910. The blistering sun of summer can wreak havoc on your wood
12: deck. So now is the perfect time of the year to shield your deck against those harmful UV rays. I'm Danny Lipford with tips for today's homeowner. Stay tuned and we'll talk about protecting your deck right after this. Outdoor concrete projects are quick and easy with Quickrete Fast-Setting Concrete in the red bag. Whether you need to set a fence post, mailbox post, or deck footing, or even pour a backyard patio, Quickrete Fast-Setting Concrete in the red bag makes it simple. To set a post, there's no mixing. Just pour the dry mix into the hole and add water. It sets hard in about 20 minutes, and you're done. It's that fast and easy. Quickrete Fast-Setting Concrete. Look for it in the red bag. Before you can protect your deck, you'll need to clean it so the stain or sealer will have a better chance to soak into the wood. A commercial deck cleaner or a deck brightener will prepare the wood without damaging the fibers like bleach. Scrub the cleaner into the deck with a stiff nylon brush, then rinse clean. After the deck is dried for at least 24 hours, you can then apply a sealer or stain for superior penetration and transparent iron oxides to block the sun's rays. Use a pump-up garden sp- Sprayer or a roller to apply it and then back brush the area before moving on. The process forces the sealant down into the pores of the wood to give you maximum protection from the effects of the sun. I'm Danny Lipford with tips for today's homeowner.
10: The
11: Smartest Man in Talk Radio. You're going to be listening to one of the smartest people that you probably, you know who this guy is. <laughs> it's me. He's Jim Blassingame. And now I am going to teach some kids a lesson. I choose to take
6: that literally.
3: The Small Business Advocate. The Small Business Advocate. Jim Blassingame. Saturdays at 2 on WTKI Talk.
6: Well, the fact is, the jobs of the future will be heavily geared towards science, technology, engineering, and math. In other words, the future is STEM. More opportunities, better pay. And the road to these great jobs starts as early as middle school. So if you're a student, talk to your school counselor about STEM. If you're a parent, talk to your kids. Because the job you'll get in the future may very well depend on what you do today. A public service message from America's Navy.
3: Celebrating capitalism and freedom 24 hours a day, 1450 AM and 105.3 FM, WTKI Talk. For rebates or special financing options in a new Linux home
2: comfort system, call All Weather Heating and Air Conditioning 256-852-8825. You can also visit online. InsideWeatherGuy.com, terms and conditions apply. Alabama certification number 83073. Uh, mostly sunny today when we get through all of it. We're actually at probably is starting out that way. 60% chance of showers and storms after three, kind of like we did yesterday. We had a pretty good downpour. Significant advisory for dense fog. We got that added to it. 70% overnight tonight and an 80% chance for Friday. And it's going to feel like 98 today, which is not three digits, which is better. Uh, Steve Smith is, uh, is the incumbent for District Two. Uh, on the Madison City Council. Oh, what have you done? You have two opponents. <laughs> I guess we're making too many things happen for folks. So All right. So a couple of the, because we, we've got people contesting for, you know, Decatur, they got seven running for mayor. Um, there seems to be a theme here where the natives are particularly more restless this time around. Uh One of the charges in Madison is, well, maybe the council and the mayor are a little too chummy with developers. How would you answer that one?
8: I think that's part of the job is not no matter being chummy with them it's just making sure that you work with them to make it successful for them in the city um i
2: think i I think at some point there's a reckoning coming i i not necessarily anything you could or could not do but I think when you have the massive growth that Madison has had and the area has had um you you start uh, and I guess you guys probably say no to things. I, I know in talking to Huntsville officials, they say no as much as they say, probably more, a whole lot more than they say yes. Not every deal's a good deal. Um, but you gotta have that mix, right? I mean, you can't, you can't run a city off just rooftops. And, and one of the other concerns that I've heard in this campaign is the, is the ability to have more jobs in Madison. It's nice to have people living there, but you right. gotta have companies and payrolls and, and some commercial, stuff going on because you can't do it with sales tax and rooftops right
8: right Twenty twenty five years ago madison did try to just have rooftops come in and we're still fighting that battle now trying to correct the mistakes of, of years past and i mean when you have growth somebody has to build a home somebody has to build the businesses so we just have to make sure it's done a smart way and yes we've said no a whole lot more than what we've said yes uh, the past eight years. So you've had because you guys bet a lot on
2: Town Madison, right? Yes. I mean, there's a, there's a lot of there's a lot of betting on that one because you got you got a mix of commercial. I guess you'll end up having some some employment. Well, there's employment with the commercial, the retail, but there's also there's Helix and companies. I guess there'll be room for more of that kind of stuff as well along that corridor, right? right.
8: It is, and that's a big focus of ours is bringing in. Uh, jobs to the city of Madison, you know, we're trying to bring in restaurants and, and, and things like that. But one of the, one of our main weaknesses is the lunchtime crowd. Uh, we're really good on Madison Boulevard because there's a lot of businesses down Waltran in that area. They all come to Madison for lunch, but in other areas off Hughes and County line Road, we've got to build that lunch, lunchtime crowd and that comes with jobs.
2: Um, I think you know. You look at one of the things people don't realize is there's a
8: management of,
2: and I didn't realize it. I w- remember going to the, one of the, the Madison Kids Expo, uh, the Business Expo, in Kids Day, and the in, right. uh, and the planning folks were there, and I didn't realize how much water runs through Madison. There's a lot of man- there's a lot of flood abatement and, and management of water flow going through there, mm-hmm. and you're having to accommodate green space or that, and subdivisions and everything else, right?
8: Right, I mean, you take Madison again. It's it's old cotton fields that are turned into houses and subdivisions, and so you do have to manage the water. And and years ago, when Homeland Security got involved, I think they put the majority of Madison under a floodplain. So we've been spending a lot of time and effort on getting folks out of out of floodplain to save on their insurance costs, and we've been very successful in doing that.
2: What about funer- future annexation? Uh, I didn't know, Cliff. Is it Cliff Farm? That's, Cliff Farm. that's not. That's not in the city of Madison nor the city of Huntsville. It's that's still correct. Madison County, that's right? That's
8: correct. It's in the county. Is there going to be
2: kind of a, a competition for that, or do you expect that to eventually be in the city of Madison? Or is that still up in the air?
8: I don't know. It's going to be a competition, and that's one of the reasons I feel like I need to run for re-election is because the current council has already put money back for a feasibility study once that's kind of built out some, and we kind of know what to expect from that development. Uh, we have to make sure that the commercial and retail that it brings to the city would support the rooftop in our schools and if it does then it's got a good chance of coming in if it doesn't then it's a no-brainer we can't bring it in
2: so do you think huntsville would jump on it at that point or you think it would stay unincorporated
8: i think it'd probably stay in the county i I don't huntsville may i don't know. you know, I don't know what their goals just are. Just a gamble,
2: right? I mean, it is. You, you don't take it; they might. You, it, you just don't know, right? Um, there's already
8: there's so much jurisdictional confusion
2: along it that is. 72 corridor. Anyway, um, I, I, you know, you hear this reference, and I, and I may have I, I don't know if I started some of it, but I certainly repeat it. Madison's in that position where, if you look up the road, you look at Franklin and Brentwood. Right. And you got you know, and Madison's at a crossroads, right? Some some people said we've already passed it. I don't think you're there yet. But um but you're but it's common. Where where you gotta decide if you're Franklin you're you got a mix. If you're Brentwood you don't care to hell with it, we're just gonna have high property taxes <laughs> and we're gonna be a bedroom community. All right. The the Brentwood or Mountain Brook scenario, if you want to go south and look at how Mountain Brook is and maybe con- compare it to Vestavia, um the, the Mountain Brook or Brentwood thing is very expensive. And it starts pricing people out. It and is. I don't know that you want to go that way. And uh, taxes continue to have to go up, right?
8: Right. I think for the past eight years, whenever we look at our growth and, and try to determine what we want to be when we grow up, I think Franklin has been the model that we've tried to follow. Uh, they, they've done a really good job up in Franklin, and, and that's something that uh, I think would do well for Madison and its citizens and, and the future success of our town.
2: You know, it, 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 for people who don't know Franklin, I mean, they got the, the Nissan headquarters is in Franklin, so you got right. you got jobs, right. uh, regular white collar jobs. I think you got a little light manufacturing in some places. You got Correct. huge retail because you got the big mall up there. Even though malls are dying, it's more of a it's sort of a mall, it's sort of not. <laughs> well, they got the <laughs> and,
8: Cheesecake Factory
5: in there, yeah, so that's it, good. For them. A cheesecake
2: Factory doesn't hurt either. <laughs> Although they've, had, they've 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 like everybody else, have struggled this year. Um, so so kind of give us an idea. Of you know, you said you, you decided to run again because uh, you got some unfinished stuff here. Um, what do you feel is the, the the number one or number two thing that's most important about Steve Smith making sure he stays in the council and helps guide the city in the direction it needs to go? Because there seems to be a, a, a tugging going on here yeah. over w- where you guys go and transparency and the chumminess with developing and all that kind of stuff.
8: Yeah, and a lot of that outside narrative comes from inexperience you know people that have not been involved uh, but I think it's important for me to stay on council one to make sure that we've, we remain financially stable you know we've made a lot of advances with our finances the past eight years and we need to continue to do so uh, we've got high marks with all the bond ratings uh, we've got money put back so we're heading in the right direction in regards to that uh, reason number two is town madison you know, it's been going on for a little bit, and pandemics kind of set some stuff back. It's not we've not lost anything because of it, but things have been delayed, and we just have to make sure that's built out correctly. Because if it is built out correctly, it, it can take care of Madison and our schools for years and years to come. And then, of course, number three is, is Cliff Farm, which we've already talked about. Uh That's that's a huge decision that uh, council is going to have to make in, within the next four years, and we have to have the experience to make a, the proper decision. And that's not a foregone conclusion, then, is it? No, it's
2: I not. I mean, because it, it, a lot of people think, oh, well, you know, Lewis Breland's going to build this, and they're going to take him in. And
8: that's not a guarantee, right. right? It's not. It's not. That's why we've already put the money back for feasibility study, uh, just to let the future council know, regardless of who gets on, that, hey, this is the plan. We've got to make sure it makes sense before we bring it in. What about the future annexation? Um outside of that one
2: uh there's other stuff west the the majority of the population is going to eventually be probably in limestone county yeah. it, it's 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 challenging sitting in two counties is it not
8: well it is i, I know as far as the annexation huntsville does have us around it, which i think's a good thing because now we know what we have to grow into and we can grow at our pace so we know we've got you know, a couple of thousand acres that that's left out there, and we can bring it in as we need to to support our schools, and we can just build it out on our time level and not somebody else's.
2: All right, uh, yeah, because You've answered a couple of interesting questions here because Cliff Cliff Farm Cliff Cliff Farms is the way I say it. Okay. I'll get there. (laughs) Um, My head, my my brain, we're in trouble. It's not early. (laughs) Not for me. It's not (laughs) early for me. It's
3: just me. This morning, America's First News with Gordon Deal. News, humor, and expert analysis. Early mornings, 4 to 6, on WTKI Talk.
1: Everything is back to normal at Gate 7. They thought they had a gas leak there. They were diverting all the traffic to Gate 9. That's the west side of the Arsenal. That gate is now back open for in- and outbound traffic. Are you hungry for sweet and spicy Popeye's Hot Honey Chicken? A signature side and a buttermilk biscuit? Now only five bucks. University in Jordan, 72 in Jeff and North Parkway. Captain Nick in the Jordan Lane Popeye's Skywatch Traffic Center for WTKI Talk
11: fair food without the fair back in one minute with your food chain question of the day
5: there is a homeopathic remedy for just about every ailment Longtime medical doctor osteopath and homeopath jeff lester is available to accurately diagnose the root cause of your affliction and prescribe the proper homeopathic remedy to help your body resolve its affliction. Homeopathic remedies for heart and lung disease, migraine headaches, ADHD, depression, diabetes, and many other afflictions of the body and mind is at hand and may cost less than $10 per month without insurance. For your personal homeopath consultation, call Dr. Jeff Lester at 888-600-8117. Dr. Jeff Lester, 888-600-8117, 888-600-8117. Your homeopathic remedy is at hand for less than you think possible. 888-600-8117. 888-600-8117.
11: The Wisconsin State Fair has been canceled, but you can still enjoy the fair food if you don't mind idling in line. Fair officials opened a fair food drive through on the Milwaukee Mile racetrack so the hungry can drive stand-to-stand in the comfort of their car. On opening day, hundreds of cars lined up bumper-to-bumper, For popular destinations like the Big Cheese, Waffle Chicks, and Gertrude's Fresh Pretzels. Question. Which fair food would you be most likely to idle in line for? Funnel cake, cream puffs, or deep fried Oreo cookies? Answer today's question and learn how yesterday's question was answered at WTKIRadio.com. That's
7: WTKIRadio.com. The Alabama Securities Commission regulates the investment industry in our state. Financial professionals like investment advisors, stockbrokers, and their products must be licensed. Fraudsters are looking to capitalize on the recent volatility of the stock market due to the pandemic. They will advertise investment opportunities related to the coronavirus like new vaccines, cures, or new personal protective equipment. They tempt investors to act now and promise these investment opportunities will skyrocket. But the product is non-existent, and the fraudster will take off with your money. If it sounds too good to be true, it is. Protect yourself before you invest. Call 1-800-222-1253 to ensure that the person or company offering you the opportunity and their products are properly licensed. Again, call our investment hotline at 1-800-222-1253. Also, find free financial education material on our website at asc.alabama.gov. Paid for by the Investor Protection Trust and brought to you by the Alabama Broadcasters Association and this station.
3: operation without all that screaming Fred Holland on fourteen fifty AM and one hundred five point three FM, WTKI Talk.
2: Well, we got a little bit of fog. We got that uh, dense fog, uh, dense patchy fog advisory or significant advisory. They call it significant. We'll give it that uh, till about eight or nine, and uh, so you may encounter some of that. And we got that uh, chance of rain again, kind of like yesterday. It's kind of setting up for an afternoon kind of thing. It's going to feel like ninety-eight. Uh, Steve Smith is the incumbent and also candidate for re-election for Madison uh, City Council District. Too, I want to get to this. This was a hot one. It was sort of floated at first, and I think it was introduced, and then the city backed off. This whole idea of, in an effort to kind of slow things down a little bit, and and it's careful. You got to be careful. You may want to, you know, put a, put a collar on the goose, but you don't want to kill the goose, right? Right. This idea of impact fees would have, to some degree, have been disastrous. Is that what finally ended up? Kind of once that was floated. It kind of died pretty quickly, or is it still a possibility as a tool to to slow things down?
8: Well, I don't I don't think it was disastrous for us to bring it up. I think it's was smart at us, smart of council and mayor to look at all options to make our city better, and that had been discussed for years. And so we looked at it. We hired a firm to come in and, and kind of take a look at what that would consist of and what it would look like, and we considered it. But come to find out, we couldn't just place impact fees on certain people or on on residential and not, not businesses. So when you, when you take all the legalities of impact fees, it just didn't make sense for Madison to pursue that because it, we'd kind of be fighting ourselves because we'd have to place them on businesses coming in. So we're out here trying to recruit businesses saying, hey, we want you to come be a part of us, but oh, when you come, you have to pay thousands of dollars just to get in the door but you know you do things like and i
2: don't know if you guys are going to look into the tax increment funding the tiffs that huntsville has done i don't know if you guys have any of those or have considered them but there there are other ways to kind of mitigate the cost of accommodating a business i mean um you've still got to do uh, if you're going to do a big subdivision there is some responsibility as you connect to to services, right? There, there is a responsibility to 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 have the streets paved and curbed and all that. There is some right. expense already. There right? is,
8: and and with developers and new subdivisions, yes, they are required. You know, they do the infrastructure within the subdivision itself, and then they're usually required to to do some work on the on the main road that gets them to the subdivision as well, a turn lane here and, and things such as that, and sidewalks. So, you know, there is a lot of cost on the developers coming into our city already. But, you know, that's that's. Everywhere. That's not just the city of Madison.
11: All right.
2: We'll talk more about uh, his vision. Uh, Steve Smith would like another term on Madison City Council District 2, and we'll get him a chance to do a little politic in the end, too. Coming up...
3: surrounded by idiots we can still smile we're not ordinary
9: people we're morons
3: i'm mike gallagher join me weekday mornings from 8 to 11 on wtki
9: i'm liz clayman and this
12: is the fox business report Investors will be reacting today to the number of new claims for unemployment benefits filed last week. Fat Brands, the parent company of Fat Burger, is buying Johnny Rockets for $25 million. The combined businesses will have 700 restaurants across nine chains. Fat Brands chief executive Andy Wiederhorn says he's expecting customers to come back to casual dining chains after the pandemic subsides. And the deal reflects that optimism. He says sales have jumped in some markets thanks to outdoor seating. And delivery. Computer networking company Cisco Systems is offering a less optimistic outlook and plans to cut jobs, though it's hoping people will take voluntary early retirement. Cisco sees a weaker than expected fall quarter. That's your Fox Business Report. I'm Ginny Cosolda, invested
9: in you.
5: They had snuck in in the night and committed these murders. Nobody had a clue about who or a why.
2: You got eight people dead, and um, things like that don't usually happen in a small town. I mean, they don't usually happen anywhere, and it was just a real
11: shock. Four-plus years after these murders, and they couldn't have written a more sinister story than what's playing out in Pike County, Ohio, right now.
5: Listen to the Piketon Massacre wherever you get your podcasts.
1: We haven't picked up anything this morning, accident-wise. Everything's looked good there. Did have a problem at Gate 7. They thought they had a gas leak there. They were diverting all that traffic over to Gate 9. They have now reopened that gate. Everything should be back to normal there. You be careful on your ride in this morning. Snelling needs a part-time client services rep with business-to-business experience. Huntsville.Snelling.com Captain Nick and the Popeyes North Parkway Skywatch Traffic Center for WTKI
9: If you're 85 or younger, would you like peace of mind and comfort for your family? We're Final Expense Direct with an urgent message for you. The average funeral today costs over $8,000, but the most you'll get from government benefits is $255. How will your family pay the difference? We can help. Our senior plans start as low as just a dollar a day and pay up to $30,000 for a funeral and other final expenses.
4: why is the
7: basketball court all wet? Because the players kept dribbling on it. <laughs> the
0: dad joke. Corny, groan-worthy, but also one of the simplest ways to share a moment with your kids.
6: What did the buffalo say when he dropped his son off for school? Bye, son.
0: <laughs> so take a moment to make your kid laugh, because dad jokes rule. Make your kid laugh today. Go to fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. The official health care provider
3: for our mascot, Tiki, is Catisfaction Cat Clinic in Madison. WTKI Talk.
2: Steve Smith would like to keep his seat. Yes, it's election year. Uh, he uh, serves on the Madison City Council uh, uh, District 2. Um, you know, I like the, the idea, and I think you framed it pretty well so far. Because a lot of people mentioned Franklin, Brentwood, Mountain Brook, Vista. You talk about Franklin, Tennessee, being a, a good model for Madison as to how they've done it. Right? Um, is that when in conversation? Are there other cities you guys have looked at that you'd want to emulate that have done things well? Other than is that is that a good example, or are there others?
8: I think Franklin is a good example. I think for in-state, we always look at either Hoover or Mountain Brook because they. Do have high quality of schools. They have experienced a lot of growth, and they've been successful in what they do. So we've you know watched them and and kind of monitored their success as well.
2: Because you're part of the bigger hole, right? I right. mean, and, and Decatur's figuring that out. <laughs> and they're going through <laughs> this whole metamorphosis right now. But the whole region is being pulled along, and everybody wants to be in step to some degree. Right.
8: Right. right. We you know we have to. There has been a lot of this success in this area. And, uh, it's, it just shows a lot of great teamwork between the city of Huntsville and the city of Madison and our state legislatures.
2: The you know you bring up the the legislature involved and we have the feds too I mean they, we have federal right. highway money that, that particularly with seventy two which is uh, another big challenge Um what uh, what are the big challenges going forward I mean we haven't talked much about infrastructure we got kind of a half a we got half of an interchange zert <laughs> <laughs> yeah well, you know <laughs> that's gonna kind of and you know, I guess it it it's not gonna open until they figure that out right
8: yeah we're hoping it opens up pretty soon, but uh you know they still got a punch list they have to do to meet d o t regulations with it but you know infrastructure citywide, we've spent probably fifty sixty million dollars since I've been on council, and you can't tell we spent a hundred dollars on roads and, and there's just i think Madison fell so far behind on on our infrastructure needs and we've been able to play catch up but, and people don't realize it but because our roads are still congested, but you have to think that regardless of what we do for the 50,000 that's in Madison, we still got another 150,000 that live around Madison that drive through Madison every day.
2: And is that the part people miss is is the fact that – I don't want to say things are too good, but this what, what this whole region is dealing with, right? I mean, we have the rest of the country not sure they're going to – we have places where people are moving out of, and we're, we're a place to move to as a region – and, and and it therein lies the challenge, right? Where, right. where it looks like you're you're spinning a lot of plates at the same time, but you're to some degree it is what it is.
8: Right? We're trying to manage success which is the best problem to have right and uh with that comes a lot of people with high expectations and we you know we have to fulfill those expectations whether it's on greenways whether it's on roads whether it's parks whether it's schools there's a lot of issues that people want a high quality of and that's what we're trying to uh, supply and somebody when it's going
2: that fast and there are limited resources somebody's going to get disappointed exactly right?
8: exactly and then other people will think well you're not doing anything I was like, we're trying to juggle all these balls over here, and yes, we're we're hitting all the points. Maybe not to the level that you expect right now, but we'll get there eventually.
2: And uh, the, just the fact that the, the this idea of not annexing—I think you made the point of not annexing a lot—and and the fact that this Cliff Farms thing is going to be is is going to be a consideration. It's not a done deal. Which I did not know, so that's something to know. All right, so we always give the candidate the last word here. So in the minute or so you have left here, why Steve Smith going back to District 2 in the city of Madison?
8: Well, I think just through the course of our conversation this morning, I think it just shows and emphasizes that experience matters. I've been on council for eight years. I've been a part of a lot of decisions. Uh, I've been with Town Madison since the get-go, so I know the history and the ins and outs of it. And I honestly do believe that Town Madison could be uh, providing for Madison and our schools for years to come if it's done correctly. And it can uh, provide the, the revenue base for Madison, to maybe eventually one day, 15, 20 years, to be debt-free as a city. And uh, that's a personal goal of mine, and I think we can get there if it's done right. So just knowing my experience Madison's number one place in the state to live, raise a family, build a house, and I've been a a big part of that.
2: All right. Where do they find you? Uh, I bet you're a couple places, right? On
8: Facebook, it's uh, Steve Smith, Madison City Council District 2. All right. Steve, great seeing you. Good luck. Thank you very much. uh, Appreciate you having
2: me. Yeah, it is a nice problem to have, that's for sure. That
8: it is. Beats the alternative. Stay cool, my friend. Thank you, sir. You do the same. (laughs)
3: A pro at playing with the pussycat and keeping you informed. He really is talented. Fred Holland on WTKI Talk. My show isn't just about left and right, Democrats versus Republicans, liberals fighting conservatives. The Mike Gallagher Show is about life, family, friends, how you're going to pay for your kid's college, what information you need to get that promotion, how do you help your fellow man. It's also about standing up to power, whether that's the senator who's handing out favors to big donors or the race hustlers who divide us. Follow the Mike Gallagher Show at Facebook or Twitter at Radio Talker Mike and online at MikeOnline.com. It's the Mike Gallagher Show. Join me weekday mornings from 8 to 11
12: on WTKI.
3: Celebrating capitalism.